0: Come get loud and show the world the power of the pack for your USASC Huskies. All tickets and information at huskytickets.com. Righty, that rocks. 96.3 Cruise FM. Starting the morning off with Helix. It is Stacy. I need some help. I am having trouble sleeping. That is also the stage in my life that I am at. I hate the cold. I like to knit and I can't sleep at night. Wow and being that i get up so early to begin with not having a good sleep is it sucks right like it's terrible and the worst part is is that i know uh i need to be going to bed earlier so last night eh, didn't really and so then my brain right away is like you should have gone to bed earlier right away we're missing like we've missed out on good sleep stacy why did you go to bed so late and so then my brain is just like you need to go to sleep like fall asleep. If you fall asleep now, you'll get a good solid four hours. And so I play this math game, um, and you know, that stress of trying to fall asleep is what keeps me awake. And it's just an endless cycle that I can't get out of. So if you have tips for falling asleep that uh, I don't know, I don't necessarily... I'm not against drugs uh i've never actually even taken a sleeping pill in my life like are sleeping pills good i always feel uh, i've heard stories that if you take uh, a sleeping pill you're just like a bag of garbage the next morning it's super groggy i can't do that but i do uh want some recommendations please 938-0963 you can call you can text i need to sleep better Just touching back yesterday I was asking about like what are the best things to do in an air fryer or best recipes and I know I can google it myself but I want you like I want to know what you have made that is actually good because uh, you know there are a ton of recipes out there and sometimes they're trash right and then you go to all that work oh god there's nothing more frustrating than putting in first of all you know you have to grocery shop for the items and then you come back and you put together this elaborate thing and then it, it's just disappointment so I wanted to know know from you and I feel like the biggest takeaways from that conversation uh, asparagus was mentioned quite a few times and I love asparagus and I do it in the oven quite often you know like eight minutes under broil or something like that throwing in the air fryer sounds amazing uh, the other big takeaway was steak so many people mentioned steak and I just Now I feel like I have to try it. Um, I am a purist. I believe that steak should only be cooked over a fire or flame or some kind of barbecue. (laughs) But what if I'm missing out? What if steaks are amazing in an air fryer? And even just saying that, (laughs) I feel like they're not going to be. But you know what? I think I'm going to give it a try. The other big takeaway, uh, which, again, I never would have thought of, grilled cheese. I feel like I'm a bit of a grilled cheese purist where it needs to be in a frying pan, right? Maybe on a barbecue. If you've never had a barbecued grilled cheese sandwich before, definitely try it. But yeah, I'm going to have to try the air fryer grilled cheese. Everyone who commented about it said it was like the best thing they've had. So there you go. Grilled cheese, asparagus, and steaks. Thanks, guys. Thanks to everybody who is texting in 9380963 with sleep advice for me. I was just mentioning how, um, I can't shut my brain off when I go to bed. I'm pressuring myself to fall asleep because I haven't yet fallen asleep and it just gets to be very stressful and upsetting. And then you're angry at yourself because you're still awake at 1130. And, uh, yeah. Scott said a podcast called Sleep With Me. (laughs) That's funny. And he's been using it for a couple years now. And he just pops it on. A couple earbuds. Goes to sleep. It took a while before it clicked. uh, But he uses it most nights and said it's fantastic. And I have never been much of a podcast person to begin with. And I don't know if I could sleep with earbuds in. But I appreciate that suggestion. Lots of mention of uh, melatonin. Chewy's, the, the little chewable ones that you can get, which I'm down with. And magnesium, which I did not realize was a thing. Um, Sleepy time tea, not a huge tea fan, so that's kind of uh, off the list. CBD, Sherry suggested. And I feel like I need to just go and tell somebody and be like, look, here's the deal. My brain's too busy. I can't fall asleep. And I when I do fall asleep, it's not amazing. Uh, so that might be my next option. But yeah, uh, one other thing too was like, linen spray spraying your sheets with smelly things i do that it doesn't help but definitely smells good so anyway. the warm temperatures that we've been having experts are wondering what kind of impact it's going to have on wildlife right like we as people have been enjoying it Farmers, maybe not so much. People who sell snowshoes, maybe not so much. But, you know, we've been enjoying it. But it's got to be different for animals, right? They're not used to this either. Some of them need to hibernate when it gets cold, and it really hasn't. Geese, they hung around longer than usual. Uh, And yet some experts are saying that, like, some animals are actually thriving in this weather. They're able to find food so much easier. Uh, there's no snow hiding those little creatures, right? So they're quite healthy, and um, and yet at the same time, it's, it is, like, it's having an effect on some of the local wildlife populations. Some people are seeing things that they might not used to be seeing this time of year. Case in point, and this was mentioned in the article, the South Costco coyote. <laughs> I don't know why. First of all, I do have a slight obsession with Costco in general, but the fact that there's, like, at Costco Coyote, and he's got this notoriety. It just, I don't know, it cracks me up. Uh, But the Costco in the south there, it is, it's like right in prime Coyote territory, right on the edge of the city. It's got like open spaces, and it only makes sense that they'd be coming in because they're attracted to food. They don't want to waste their energy on things in the wild. Like if you could just go and pick up some, you know, Costco hot dog remnants in a parking lot as opposed to chasing down a mouse... Come on! Just quickly ripping back to that conversation about me trying to get some sleep. James Raccoon, uh, he messaged me, James Raccoons. He goes, little controversial, but from a guy who knows, socks on. James, I love you, man, but that is just a no-go. I can't sleep with socks. I feel like even if I'm sick and like just feeling like a bag of garbage, I would not put socks on. So, I appreciate that. I appreciate the comment nine three eight zero nine six three, but I will not be wearing socks to bed. I also wanted to talk about something else from yesterday on the Facebook page. Ryder had shared that meme uh, where someone, I think it was Patton Oswalt, had said, "My butthole surfers." And it was just a neat little band name thing that people were doing. And we kept the train going. And I just wanted to read through some of them. Because you know what? It's a very simple thing. You're just switching around a band's name. But for some reason, it just puts a smile on your face. Uh, My mode, Depeche. My ice, vanilla. My day, green. My stank, (laughs) hooba. Love that one. My punk, daft. My Sabbath, black. My brothers, doobie. (laughs) My sister, Twisted. My idol, Billy. Love that one. Uh, My chili peppers, obviously red hot. My butt monkeys, only a rainbow one. My stripes, white. My keys, black. My purple, deep. And my biscuit, limp. I love that one. Uh, Another couple ones that I really enjoyed. My leopard, deaf. And this one, I don't know. I thought this one took the cake. My dope, Nope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Does't like none of those make sense, really, but at the same time, super entertaining. Thanks for that. ACDC 96.3 Cruise FM variety that rocks. Some rumors swirling. Uh, ACDC might be going on tour this year. They performed for like the first time in seven years in October at a music festival and uh, yeah, now there's like rumors swirling. ACDC could be going on tour, which would be pretty sweet. Uh, on the Cruise Facebook page, I was talking about how I had seen this article or list, I guess, of the best cuisines in the world. The top 50. And Italy came in at number one. Uh, a Australia if you're wondering was dead last i I don't know how this works, who compiled this, but one thing that this list made me think of is like, you know what, no, I've never had Croatian food, or I've never had Iranian food, and it just makes you think, like, what I'm, for me anyway, like, what am I missing out on? I love food, Um, and so I just feel like I need to branch out and start trying different things. Obviously, Saskatoon, we're a smaller city, but we're getting a few more um, different cuisines from around the world and restaurants here in Saskatoon, which I I love, But I asked, um, what would Canada's, oh, by the way, Canada came in at number 43 of cuisines of the world. Because yeah, it's a thing, right? Like, does Canada have a cuisine? I don't feel like we do. We have a, a hodgepodge, a melting pot of all these different cultures in the country. And, um, you know, I think that just kind of is what makes up our our cuisine. Obviously, right up there, poutine, right? You know, people automatically, I think, when they think of Canada, they think of poutine. Bannock, butter tarts. This is another list that I found. Nova Scotian lobster rolls, which I've never tried. I have tried Montreal-style bagels. They are delicious. Saskatoon berry pie, absolutely. Montreal smoked meat, I've tried that as well. It's great. Pea meal bacon, I had no idea that was Canadian. Beaver tails is on the list, which is weird to me. (laughs) And split pea, Soup is that Canadian? Anyway, there are some other um, French dishes that I can't uh, understand. Ketchup chips is on the list. That's not a. F- is that a food or the snack? Nanaimo bars, the Caesar tortier, which if you've never had it, it's like a meat pie, and wild meat. I didn't realize wild meat was. Part, I guess, you know, we do consume a lot of game here in Canada. Anyway, if you want to contribute with what uh, you think is one of Canada's best foods or cuisines, let me know. 938-0963. Yesterday, Mark on, I think it was an Instagram story, our evening guy posted just a picture of some macaroni and cheese. And it's some arguments just won't die right is chili a soup is hot dog a sandwich and what's the best the best macaroni and cheese right you you ask that question and everyone's got their own answers some people are die hard Kraft Dinner uh, fans they just won't ever quit uh, KD I used to be a big Kraft Dinner lover and then I was introduced to President's Choice macaroni and cheese and ladies and gentlemen It's the best. Mark was saying the white cheddar uh, was delicious, and it is. Oh, my gosh. It's so, so good. The macaroni noodles themselves are what I think makes it so good. They are robust. They are strong. They hold up. They're not going to break apart, and they're beautiful and curled and smiley and wonderful, but when it comes to macaroni and cheese, I, I like the orange. I like the cheddar, the original OG cheddar, and quite honestly, President's Choice macaroni and cheese, blue box, orange powder, tastes like what Kraft Dinner used to taste like back in the day. Because you know how so many times people are like Tim Horton's coffee was so good and then they sold the recipe to McDonald's. You know what I mean? Like there's always this chatter about what recipes used to be and I feel like that's the case. If you're still chasing that Kraft Dinner dragon from back when you were younger, buy President's Choice, orange cheddar, macaroni and cheese and report back to me on how amazing it is. This is aggravating. Do you know when you see situations where children are better at something than you are and you're a grown person? Like skiing, for instance. When I see a three-year-old on skis, I'm just like, you know what? Get out of here. I don't need to see... I don't need to see that because I can't ski. <laughs> when, when children are doing things better than me, it's frustrating. I, I'm not going to go out and like, learn to ski just to show that three-year-old. But, for instance, a teenage boy from Oklahoma, uh, he's way better at Tetris than I am. And I always thought I was like so, so good at Tetris. He claims to be the first person ever in history to beat the old-school classic version of Tetris on the uh, NES 34 years after it's been released. No one has beat it. Quick backstory, though. This kid is good at Tetris. He's participated in gaming tournaments, and he plays third at the 2023 Classic Tetris World Championship. So he knows what he's doing. But when it comes to why no one has ever beaten the game, when um, Alexei Pajantov created the game back in 1984, he didn't program an ending. But in 2021, they found out if a player reached a high enough level, it would cause the game to glitch and crash. So this kid played for 38 minutes straight, got to level 157 and then the game did, it glitched, it crashed, no more bricks came down, and uh he basically won. And if you look it up, there's there's he uh was playing with like he was filming himself and he's freaking out. Oh my god, I can't feel my hands. And until a few years ago, this was really interesting. Hardcore Tetris players didn't even think it was possible to get past level 29 of the game. So this kid is at level 157, just killing it. Anyway, I mean, I'm happy for him, but at the same time, I need to brush up on my Tetris skills. A while back, I was saying how, you know, you become so aware of how algorithms work and stuff where you just all of a sudden, you know, say something and it shows up on your feed, right? I, a little while ago, had noticed that I must have, I don't know if I watched a video or what, but I was seeing all these posts. This is on Instagram of um, like Large stumps and pieces of tree being sliced with these giant saws, right? It was beautiful to see because this wood was amazing. But I was like, why is this just showing up on my feed? All these random accounts of wood slicing. Uh, what's on my feed right now? Raccoons. I sent a video to a girlfriend because she had seen a and caught a raccoon in her backyard on the like. Security footage, camera, doorbell, whatever you want to call those things. And she sent it to us, us girlfriends. She's like, hey, look what I found in my backyard. So I sent her a video of a raccoon. And now, honestly, all that my feed is is raccoon videos. Otters, which I don't really mind at all. I quite love otters. They're so dang cute. And uh, domesticated foxes. Little cute foxes that people have as pets. So, uh, yeah, I need to, I need to do something. I need to talk about something else or I need to share a video of something else on my feed. Cause I just, I don't know. I can't have, I like raccoons. Their hands are cute. The little trash panda masks and stuff. But it's just getting annoying. I need something different. So I'm off to, uh, hopefully influence my algorithm on instagram if you're missing husky games you're missing out game schedules and tickets available at huskytickets.com